we find you, Brock Lesnar, guilty of murder in the first degree. You shall serve a life sentence in a high security facility, isolated from humanity. May God have mercy on your soul. I'm innocent, I proclaimed, but the judge wasn't having it. The circumstantial evidence was too much. Yeah, I was in the corn maze on that fateful night. And yeah, I was holding a trident, a net, and a gun. (laughs) But those were just part of my normal attire. Alas, that poor damsel was slain. And those five wild panthers in the corn maze had the best attorneys money can buy. (laughs) I knew I didn't do it, but that didn't matter. My days were numbered. The judge slammed his gavel, and I was shipped off. The rest was a blur. My first day in the slammer, they brought me out to the yard. I wore black and white striped UFC shorts. I was already on edge, but seeing the other inmates made me glad. Brock Lesnar? I heard. Is that Macho Man Randy Savage? What are you doing here? (laughs) They locked me up because I kept saying, oh yeah, during my tax audit. Uncle Sam was looking for some oh no's. Now you listen here. They have to send us here no matter how small the crime on account of our strength. I said, where are we anyways? Randy gestured his hand out and said, brother, welcome to Alcatraz prison. (laughs) And what he said was true. All of us fighters were here. Lashley, Hogan, Foley. In the distance, I saw a man wearing a newsy hat and a wedding dress playing catch. I shouted, well, if it isn't my old friend, Dennis Rodman. (laughs) What the frick? Dennis said, please call me Red. Okay, Red. (laughs) You know anything about getting out of here? Oh, Brock. Many have tried and unsucceeded. But if anyone could, it's you. Just remember me when you get on the outside and tell Jerry Krause to go to hell. (laughs) Red slipped me a crowbar out of his wedding dress and the rest was history. I waited until midnight. The guards were patrolling less often. So between shifts, I slipped out of my bed, rolled up a poster of myself that I hung in my room and punched a three-foot hole in the wall. (laughs) Had I been more careful, I would have realized that the guard's coffee room was right next to my cell. (laughs) Five guards stared at me, donuts in hand. I turned to my left and faced the exterior wall this time. I pulled my fist back, flexed my shoulders, and said, Time for this prison to break. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Happy Shawshank Brock Redemption. You're in the Brock to God. <laughs> it's uh, it's same as ever. Me, I got Aaron here. <laughs> Wait, not me. <laughs> it's, I'm Aaron. I got Cam and Sean here. Uh, guys, we got a good one this week. Finally. Uh, this was written to us online. Question for your podcast. How many times out of 10 could Brock Lesnar escape Alcatraz? I think it should be in the 60s. Kind of like when those three guys escaped famously. Since those guys had a team of three, you can give Brock 
any two other wrestlers or fighters to be his co-conspirators. Hmm. Brock has a crowbar that none of the guards know about, and there are jet skis waiting on the beach. They can take <laughs> they can take as much time as they want planning, but they only get to try their escape once. Thanks for answering my question. I love the show. Adam from Westchester. Brock's on Prison Island. How many times can he get out? Okay, hmm. sidebar. It's legitimately my plan to visit Alcatraz next weekend. Like, we're for flying real? into San Francisco. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I've been looking forward to this for months. This is Wait, great. It, was it a research trip for this question and I just stole it from you? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it wasn't like that or anything. Not like I spent $800 on plane tickets just for that. <laughs> so he's he has to get out of his cell. Can we, can we agree that he starts with the hole in the wall? Because I don't know if I like Brock Lesnar's lock picking acumen so the way i see it is he has a crowbar and i feel like he could he could mangle something with a crowbar yeah yeah it's the 60s too this was not like prison security like we know it today it's the bronze age <laughs> yeah i don't even know what they made the bars out of bronze bamboo <laughs> known by most historians is the bamboo age and then the pandas invaded <laughs> why do you think prison uniforms are that color <laughs> to blend in. <laughs> to blend in. I'm I'm kind of curious about who would be good escape mates for him, you know? Oh, so th- I- I'm sorry. Another question. Do all three of them have to escape or just Brock has to get out of there? Just Brock, but there are three jet skis. Okay. Okay. All right. I think I have my two. Yeah? I want to give Brock... A combination of Chuck Liddell and Andre the Giant. Oh, Andre the Giant's a great pick. I think he's a bulldozer. <laughs> like if they if they manage to get out and three guards rush them, he's not worried about it. Huh. And if worse comes to worse and it's a tight enough situation, I think Andre could just throw him like a baseball. <laughs> off the like, island. <laughs> yeah, like just get him over a fence. I think if I had to pick two, just based off of yours, I want I want Big Show and I want Manny Pacquiao. Can, can we throw a boxer in oh here? Gosh, yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, pound for pound, amazing fighter, and also, like, probably wriggle his way out of something. You know what I mean? Yes. Isn't he, like, a congressman in the Philippines? Yeah, he's, like, worshipped <laughs> over there. Yes. Yeah, he would make a few calls and just have you let out on some kind of technicality. Like, you wouldn't even need the big show. He, would, <laughs> he and Brock would just take the night off. <laughs> they they politic their way out of Alcatraz. Yes. You can also pick Dennis Rodman if you want to from the story. He's in the WWE Hall of Fame. He's also active in AEW right now. Really? And when I say right now, I think I think as we speak, if I'm not mistaken, they're doing a taping right now and Dennis Rodman's going to be there. It's in Chicago. Huh. Also active in the North Korean Republic. So like, <laughs> <laughs> That's an excellent point. I was at my community theater production of Little Women. <laughs> it was the best Joe March I've ever seen. I didn't even know it was him until the show was over. All right. I got halfway through that standing ovation before I recognized the nose rig. I was like, wait a minute. I've seen this somewhere. <laughs> All right. I got uh Dave Batista and Genghis Khan. <laughs> wait, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet you he wrestled. I'll he probably wrestled. It. Genghis Khan? Genghis Khan is in. Why didn't we think of that? (laughs) Wait a minute. Anyone that's ever wrestled ever gets to be in? Oh, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. If that's the case. No, no, no. You you already used your luck. Please, please, please. 
Genghis Khan and Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> oh, didn't he like box? He he wrestled. Oh, he wrestled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln lays out their escape plan, and at the top of it is written "Evacuation Proclamation." <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Sitting in the cell, Lincoln's like, and that's why I always found the best way to get rid of an enemy is to make him your friend. And Genghis Khan is like, hmm. I usually pulled their tongues out of their throats and stabbed them with a flaming <laughs> spear. But... Try this friend thing. I guess that's <laughs> another way. I suggest we extend an olive branch. And Genghis Khan is like, or we could stomp them to death. <laughs> meet in the middle we sharpen the olive branch and then extend it through their hearts that would be a great buddy cop movie in which neither one of them learns from the other one like they're both completely unchanged by the end yeah. they become more hardened if anything <laughs> they're both like that guy's an idiot <laughs> Brock Lesnar is trying to break out of Alcatraz and his two buddies are Abraham Lincoln and Genghis Khan. I think Abraham Lincoln would be very good at lulling the guards into... Yeah, you could distract them. Yeah, yeah. He would just start spinning a yarn about like, eh, when I was a lawyer up in up in uh, wherever the heck I'm from in Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> are we sure it's not... Genghis Khan dressed up as Abraham Lincoln. Okay. <laughs> he only vaguely knows the facts. The Actually, just like, I really like the idea of them having to impersonate each other <laughs> for this thing to work. <laughs> he has to read his speech with a spirit of reconciliation, malice toward none, and shirt. Oh, who wrote this crap? This is horrible. <laughs> with malice toward all. <laughs> We are going to take your nation's wounds and just start causing more wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you guys real fast how the guys like broke out in the 60s? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. On the morning, prison staff conducted a routine check of beds. They noticed three convicts were not in their cells. Instead, their beds were occupied by dummy heads made of plaster and paint and real human hair. Oh, wow. So they like... Like they played it for eighteen months, they made like dummy heads to lay in the bed uh-huh. to buy them a little bit more time. Uh-huh. Uh, they wriggled through a chiseled like they they did the Shawshank thing. They chiseled through the wall, uh-huh. uh, got onto the roof, made their way down a pipe, climbed two barbed wire fences, and gotten boats. So that's like kind of an eventful night. Weren't they boats that they made themselves like yes. inflatable things? Yeah, they made them out of so rain. They had them with them. All that to say, like, it doesn't sound easy. <laughs> it sounds very difficult what those guys did. Yeah. I like thinking about, like, when they were making their plans on the original night, and they're like, okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. And the first guy's like, okay, we're going to we're gonna chisel a hole in the wall. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Second guy's like, yeah, we're going to have to climb over barbed wire fences. And they're like, yeah. And the third guy's like, what if we made paper mache heads using our own hair? And they're like, what the hell? <laughs> Guys, I've been taking an art class and it has changed my life. <laughs> Guys, it'll buy us like 
five minutes. <laughs> we might need that five minutes. Let's spend 18 months collecting our hair. The other two were like, oh, man, I can't believe we got stuck with the Hobby Lobby serial killer in our cell. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Dave, we can we can do paper mache heads. Then we could use the leftovers and build a little town landscape at Christmas time with a little train that goes around. And I can hand paint all the houses with a big tree in the middle. Yeah. Oh, all right, Dave, that's good. That, that's fine. And Thanksgiving's coming. We, we can make leaves. And, and we can put leaves above the door. No, uh, that's that's good, Dave. That's fine. That's fine. And a paper turkey, but it folds <laughs> open and closed like a book. Yeah, they'll all, be all so right, distracted. <laughs> I like to think that at their original meeting, they shot down the idea, and then and then on the night, he's like, "Guys, don't worry. I still went through with it. I made the heads. I put them in your beds. We're fine." He's like been going rogue. Where did you get those? Oh, I traded them for two shovels at the commissary. It was a great great deal. I I traded it for some keys. I left it off a guard. Where did you get those? Oh, I went back to the mainland to get the supplies. (laughs) Yeah, there's a tunnel for my cell this whole time. I don't think I know about it. Just... Just had this useless gun with a lot of ammo lying around. So I decided. <laughs> just hawked it. My attorney gave it to me. He said we're free to go, but I didn't want to stop until I got these heads done. With. I, I, I like seeing a plan come together. <laughs> That's part of the reason why I'm in here. One of my friends started a, started a plan for a bank robbery, and I just, I love to see them come together. <laughs> That guy's like bedazzling the masks. <laughs> they have like custom jackets with iron on patches with their names on the back. <laughs> How did they catch us? We did everything right. <laughs> it's their mat. Like they have masks, but he just painted their masks to look like their faces. <laughs> <laughs> The other two guys just don't have the heart to stop him. (laughs) You work so hard. Can I give my answer? Yes. Yeah. I think Brock Lesnar and any two wrestlers. I picked Manny and Big Show, but I think Brock Lesnar and any two wrestlers can get out of Alcatraz in the 60s 10 times out of 10. (laughs) (laughs) Three random dudes did it. (laughs) Like, He's the pinnacle human. He, how can he? How, how is there a chance that he doesn't do it? You make a great point. Hmm. <laughs> what I'm telling. Be reasonable. Be reasonable. Say he could do it every time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, listen, you know the middle path is not always the right one, Cameron. Well, I'm not doing the middle path. I'm saying three times out of ten. Oh man! Wow, Only three. Only three, and I think I'm they're being al- generous. They're allowed to plan as much as they want. We literally gave you Abraham Lincoln and Genghis Khan. <laughs> <laughs> like, the menu here was like John Cena and Muhammad Ali, and this is what you went with. For the two wrestlers, can I pick two of the prison guards to be on his team? <laughs> <laughs> okay, then like two out of ten. Probably two out of ten with the guards. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I want Otto von Bismarck and Cormac McCarthy. I know they're technically not wrestlers. 
Ken Burns, Ken Burns. I changed my pick. I want Ken Burns. <laughs> I want George S. Patton and Norman Rockwell. <laughs> uh, what two humans do you think give him the best chance? Now that we're on this tangent, it doesn't have to be oh. wrestlers or fighters. I guess just two of those dudes from the 60s, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty experienced. Dude, I, I can cut it down to one right now. I promise you, 10 times out of 10, Brock Lesnar and Chris Angel are getting out of there. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar and two Chris Angels. <laughs> no, Brock just, Lesnar. just one. Just one. This is going to be like Mind like Freak, like you've never seen. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Chris Angel, and David Blaine. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They're going to be out of there on the jet skis and they're going to be like going back to shore and Chris Angel's going to be like, hey, Brock, I can guess your mother's maiden name. I can. There's like guards running at them and he's like, was it Deborah? And he's like, no. Was it Ruth? No. We got to get off the island. Chris, please. The jet skis are right there. And he's like, <laughs> like coughing up salamanders. <laughs> look, look, Brock. <laughs> David, please help me dig the tunnel. I can hold my breath for nine minutes. Brock. <laughs> okay, great. Please help me dig this tunnel. You I just... stayed underwater for two hours one time. <laughs> David, please. I was at a block of ice in Central Park for a week. <laughs> Sean, did you give your answer? Oh, yeah. David Blade. Uh, well, so for my two fighters, I said Chuck Liddell and Andre the Giant. For any two people, I said Chris Angel and Pass. And, and how many times is he successful? Oh, 10. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking stupid. about here? <laughs> It was the 60s, Cameron. They had just figured out electricity a couple years ago. <laughs> like, they are not, they're not worried about it. Brock is not worried about this. Another great episode of the Brocktagon. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Sean. That's Cameron. That's Aaron. And be sure to come back next week. We are joined by former NBA lottery pick Ben Simmons. Oh, ben oh. Simmons is coming on the show. He's here promoting his new book that will be finished next season. Next season for <laughs> sure. It's going to be good to go. <laughs> See you next time.